Welcome to Rochambeau, the podcast about unique competitions, extraordinary events, and other amazing adventures. I'm Ted. And I am Kim, and we are happy to have you here. Yeah, we're glad that you tuned in on your little AM FM radio and found our little voices in the world. Podcasts are magic, honestly. I got to just say that in general, we're so lucky to be able to communicate with you guys without having to go through a major corporation or find a radio signal. You know, a lot of radio nowadays is pay to play. Like you can Ah, buy an hour of time. Really? Why would you ever do that when we have this beautiful format that's free for everyone? You don't even have to wear pants. Well, Ted... Honestly, whatever. I've talked to you about this. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'll try when it gets cooler out. Yes. Because we are right now in the dog days of summer. You familiar with that term? I am familiar with that term. Yes. It means it's the hot part of the summer, which in Georgia, I think is just called summer. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) It feels that way. I think we should, we should start a trend to change that term to summertime fun with dogs. Okay. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about today. Oh, you did a little lead-in uh, thing there. You like that? Yeah, I did. Very radio-y. Huh? Today's episode, Dog Surfing. So I didn't know if I should call it dog surfing, which sounds like you're standing on a dog and you're surfing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even cross my mind, but right. I totally understand why you would say that. Yes. But I went with that anyways. Got it. Yeah. Surfing dogs or to be extremely cute. You ready for this? Yeah. You ready to wince a little bit? Surfers. Oh, that's a, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's okay. nice. Yeah. Wince. <laughs> <laughs> you look adorable when you wince. Get a little sparkle of ugh, ugh. A little cringe in my eye. Yeah. So, you know, people with surf dogs on surfboards. That That's what I mean. This is amazing sounding. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people have been, as long as people have been surfing, I imagine people have been surfing with their dogs pretty much. Because, you know, your dog gets excited when you go out to the beach. He's out there watching you. And at some point he's going to run up and jump on your board. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But since at least the 30s, if not the 20s, um, this is when it was first recorded in Hawaii, as everything with surfing started in Hawaii. Right. Um, In the 30s, there was a silent movie called The Waves on the Waves in Waikiki and had a surfer named Philip K. Ahuna surfing with his dog, Nighthawk. What a wonderful wonderful name for a dog. Yeah, it's a little terrier, you know. They're surfing in Waikiki and there's a lot of footage of, they're filming, I guess, from the little outrigger kayaks going alongside him and... And Nighthawk is just hanging on the front. He's hanging 10. He's got a little so paw hanging out there. And he has, I don't think he had a life jacket on because they didn't have dog life jackets mm. in the 30s. Um, but he surfed in any wave. They showed him go back out in like 10, 15 waves. I guess he did it his whole life. It's pretty awesome. That is super cute. Yeah. I'll post the video on our site because okay. it's really cute. Awesome. In the 40s, National Geographic did a full-page ad of a dog named Rusty surfing with his human. How big was Rusty? I guess that's the one thing that my mind keeps tripping up on. Right. Is I'm picturing your dog, Ollie, which is a very large dog. <laughs> He's a very large dog. How big is Rusty? Rusty is also like terrier size. Okay. Yeah, they're a little like 30 pounds max. Do you think 30 pounds is a good well, number? we're going to find out that there's different categories of surfing oh, dogs there's wow. large dog surfers yeah and ollie actually has uh done stand up stand up paddleboarding with me he didn't know what it was that we had this it was a big a large plasticky one and he just walked out on it and it was still holding him so i got on behind him and started paddling around and he was like okay that's awesome i guess that's cool can i <laughs> ask you maybe the dumbest question in the world yes have any of these dogs ever surfed without their owners yes they have what 
<laughs> yes, they have. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Well, let me clarify. Okay. They did not grab the board, drag it down to the beach, paddle out, and then hop on the board. They have not done that. <laughs> I, I did not go there. <laughs> no. Oftentimes, they're, they'll go out with their owner, and the owner will get them on the wave. So they'll push them out on the board. Wow. Quite often. That's very common. So, but I could be on the beach sunbathing, reading a book. Right. And then if I got my timing right, look up over my book and just see a dog surfing. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. All right. That's going on my bucket list. <laughs> you could also possibly see a dog drinking a beer while surfing. What? Yeah. Same, same year as Rusty. There's a Labrador retriever named Cam who would sit up and Somehow drink a beer while surfing. That's just cuckoo. That's a little too, too much. Too I much, just, Cam. I, I just don't know how he's holding it. <laughs> he doesn't have thumbs. Right. Or she. I don't know. Cam. So a little bowl full of beer? Maybe a little bowl. Might be mm-hmm. a little seawater in there mm. at that point. But the big the big time happened in the 50s when there was a, a man named Scooter, Scooter Boy, and his his dog had a more name, more normal name than him. His dog was named Sandy, and he was Scooter Boy. <laughs> uh, but this they they were big in Hawaii. Uh, all throughout the '50s, they were all over newspapers. Images went around the world. They're in TV shows. There was a TV show called "You Asked for It," oh. which. Sounds kind of fun. It does. This is an early Rochambeau iteration. Yeah. It, I don't know why, but it rung um, from our childhood. Uh, that's incredible. Yes. I love those shows. Me too. Yeah. I want to be Fran Tarkenton. Was he on Real People or That's Incredible? I don't know. Because I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh, you get a chuckle out of that one, don't you? Um, according to the Encyclopedia of Surfing, Sandy was so popular she could go anywhere in Hawaii, scratch on a door and get a place to sleep, go to any restaurant and get served. Aww. Yeah. And when she passed away in 1958, the Waikiki Beach Boys bore her ashes out to sea on a flotilla of canoes. Yeah. You know, and over the years, showed up in Surfer Magazine. Um, in 2006 was the first surf dog surfing competition. Killer. Yep. Started in San Diego. Thought up by the... Uh, author of the book the dog's guide to surfing and he wrote the book i guess before he did a competition found a local hotel to put it on and the rest is history over the years there's been some famous competitors or some well-known competitors who we're going to meet a couple of them um there's a dog named ricochet (laughs) that's a good name yep um ricochet there's a video on ricochet and i I swear I cried a lot. Oh, yeah. why? Well, she, since she was a little puppy, uh, Ricochet was bred to be a service dog. And all the cute little things of her, like learning how to pull pull a um, cabinet open, how to turn on a light, how to bring a tissue, you know, carry a, a paper Aww. bag. And, you know, as she gets older or whatever, I guess she found, she discovered birds. Okay. And started chasing birds. Okay. Like she could not be stopped chasing birds, which would be dangerous to a disabled person. Oh, you know, if you're walking with Ricochet and she takes off. Of course. Yeah. So it was heartbreaking that she had to quit the service dog industry. But then her owner slash trainer remembered, aha, Ricochet can surf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how she forgot that part. Yeah, that's an aha <laughs> moment right there. Right. Oh, yeah. So, so she got her into surfing and she actually became a service, a surfist dog. 
Like help disabled surfers? Yeah. Like she helped Neat. do fundraisers for surfing and the money would go to oh. disabled surfers. Oh. And on her first outing, she took a, she went surfing with a 15 year old quadriplegic surfer named Patrick. So. Dude, that, I have goodbombs. Yeah, this is, this this is, is I'm, I'm starting heartwarming to tear up here, as all. So when she first met Patrick, she was all excited. They paddled out and she immediately got on the board behind him on top of him. Right, because he was laying down and he yeah, was yeah. life jacket up and you know and yep. safe, but she was on top of him and counterbalancing to keep him steady. If he started sliding, she'd shift him around. Oh my god! She gosh. knew what she was. She knew how to do it. This it's, is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand why you teared up now. <laughs> yeah, Woo. yeah. And they raised over uh, ten thousand dollars for him. That awesome. That yes. And Ricochet is an amazing dog. She's still out there, still competing, and still winning lots of competitions go ricochet go ricochet quickly a couple more competitors um so it's gonna be hard to follow ricochet but i'll try with a truth l- with a little jack russell terrier named buddy oh uh, we had um it wasn't a pure jack russell but we mm-hmm. had a rescue that had a lot of jack russell in them when i was growing up yeah they are energetic sweet loving loyal dogs yeah awesome i bet buddy is also so the way he I, I always find it interesting how they learn to surf yeah like we didn't get the story in ricochet we just like oh she remembered how to surf like she, she's she in had the matrix. a lot of other high points <laughs> right right <laughs> but like buddy um his his owner bruce was and his wife were teaching their kids how to boogie board and buddy ran out there and jumped on a board and stood on up and on it and they're like well maybe we should do this <laughs> and that was like um that was in like 2002 or so um, and he surfed for at least nine years winning competitions. Wow. One of the most winningest dogs, I think. Winningest. Winningest. And I watched the video, which was cute, and I learned a lot, but the dude had a fake Spicoli accent. <laughs> it was <A> fake? <laughs> Are you sure it was fake? Yeah, he was like, awesome, surf on, buddy. And it was like a low-rent Spicoli, which is uh, not... It was very hard nah, in my ears. There's only one OG. Well, these dogs... Are awesome, and along the way, there's been some world records. Oh, do tell. Yep. In June 2012, at the Coronado Bay's Surf Dog Competition, that's where the initial one was, by the way. I didn't mention that. A man named Scott Chandler, who is a professional surfer and shaper, him and his group of dogs won four different um, world records. Wow, yep. group. Most dogs on one surfboard. Oh, how many? Wow. Can you, how many can you figure? Um, did you say he had four? Four awards. Four awards, not yeah. necessarily four no. dogs. Four world records. Four world records. Yeah. All right. He um, made a custom surfboard, which was really oh. exceptionally long. I'm going to go with seven. Close. Really? 17. Oh, that's not close at all. It had a seven in it. Well, thank yeah. you. You're generous. <laughs> 17 dogs uh-huh. on a surfboard. Yep. And then these are all kind of, eh, kind of shoot off there. The most dogs surfing on one surfboard tandem with a human. So he got on mm-hmm. with them. Um, most dogs surfing on one surfboard tandem with a human paddling. So you had to get out to the, yep. to the waves. Oh, and the most dogs surfing on one surfboard tandem surfing with more than one human. Wow. Well, so Scott just kept adding people to that like, board. Get on here, buddy. That's right. Who are you? Get up yeah, here. Get right. on the surfboard. That's right. Yep. Um, and then another dog I wanted to talk about won the longest wave surfed by a dog. Mm. And that's her by herself. This Amazing. is Abby. Abby girl holds that record. She's an Australian Kelpie who um, they're bred to herd sheep, mm-hmm. right? And the way they do this in the, in the outback, um, they jump on the back of the sheep and they ride them to steer oh. them. That's how they control the sheep. What? Yeah. So she was bred by yes. 
history to be a surfing dog. Yes, she was. Yep. And she still out there winning goods. She's, I think she was even initiated into the surfing walk of fame, which is highly prestigious names like Greg Knoll, Tom Curran, Kelly Slater, Andy Irons. These are big name surfers that you, right, right. you may or may not know. But yeah, and then there's Abby. Abby girl. Amazing. The surfing dog. Yeah. And her dad is so proud. I got all the videos I watch. Like he's just like, I don't have a world record, but she does. And she's so cool. And yeah. Today there are competitions all over the country. Also in Mexico, the UK and Australia. Awesome. A lot of them in California. Also in Florida and Cocoa Beach. Very uh-huh. cool. Yeah, so we could go down and check one out. I would love to. I like Cocoa Beach. Yeah. They have surfing Santas and surfing dogs. And surfing puppies. How what about a that? cool place. <laughs> it's got it all. Surfing Santas <laughs> and surfing dogs. That's all there is. <laughs> That's all there is. <laughs> um, so the judging you may be curious about. They are broken into heats based on their weight. Usually it's um, small and large. Sometimes there's a medium. Depends on how many dogs there are, I bet. They're measured on criteria similar to human surf contests. The duration of the ride, the size of the wave, the confidence while riding, tricks, and other certain criteria on different events. Wow. Yeah. So there's. I definitely want to check one of these out. And they're very safe. Every dog has to have a life jacket on. Okay. And their owners are out there with them. They're not just, as you pictured, like taking the board and going out there and just like, well, I'm going to take this big wave. No. No, their owners are just picking them up and saying, you're going to take this big wave. Right. <laughs> you got they're, this. They're off. Yes. <laughs> Abby's owner, um, he was in full wetsuit and he had like the swim fins on his hands to make him swim faster. Oh, cool. So there's also a bit of athleticism for the owners too, because they have to get out there with them and, yeah, and I gotcha. get them out to the wave. So if mm-hmm. you're carrying one of the larger dogs, right. like Ricochet, who's a big golden receiver, you know, maybe a little bit of work. No doubt. They're not very fast swimmers, but they're good swimmers. They're good boys and girls. Adorable. Yeah. That's dog serving, Kim. I love it. Sir Furs. So for the calendar this week, Ted. Yay, calendar. Calendar. All right. I feel like I've covered this, you know, way too much. So I'm just going to point out that this weekend is the World Air Guitar Championships. Okay, that's right. Very excited about that coming up. And once again, those World Championships are happening in Olu, Finland. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to add one more thing that's also happening in Finland. What? Just in case any of our friends are out in Finland for the Air Guitar World Championships, you can drive five hours south of Olu and end up in Savonlinda, Finland mm-hmm. and participate in in the mobile phone throwing championships. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good reason to drive five hours to me. Oh my gosh. So it started back in 2000. And if we could all remember for a minute what our phones were like oh, wow. in 2000, we can all connect with the fact that yes, we threw them across the room <laughs> all the time because they were terrible. Uh-huh. You know. But now we're concerned about being so tied to them, yeah. you know, and like n- never stop looking Things at them. Things always have to shift. Yep. Yep. So I guess now is a good day for throwing them too, yeah. because we're on them way too we're much. Way too much. Yep. So happening today in Savon Linda, Finland. It's a competition that's judged on distance and tests not just the strength of the phone or the thrower, but 
also the style and technique. I think this one deserves a full dive at another time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So we'll add it to our calendar. Obviously, this is only for people who are already in Finland, but we know that some <laughs> of you are because of the air guitar world championship so well, if maybe, you're there maybe just start like your five we, hour drive right, right. now <laughs> good thing we publish at 3 a.m well my calendar episode is not nearly as cool as yours what you got well first things first i was looking at events in new york city mm-hmm. just because i it's nice to fantasize about different cities yeah, sometimes that's right. and on the calendar uh there was an entry for herb albert plus wife okay like is he performing <laughs> with his wife yeah but like shouldn't she have her name on there that's what or, it says <laughs> plus wife what? <laughs> yeah. that's insanity like, <laughs> maybe it's like us talking about like competitions that haven't quite flushed out the winners yet right maybe he haven't just he hasn't decided who his wife is right. yet maybe not <laughs> he wants to leave that open maybe it's like a choice of three maybe it's a metal band called wife that would be killer be metal band yeah yeah but that's not what I'm here to talk about, okay. Ken. No. That's funny, though. So as you would imagine, in New York, there's a lot going on the weekend of August 24th and 25th. So you can choose from either a 1920s lawn party, where you can dress as a flapper and listen to the Dream Orchestra Jazz Lawn Party. That sounds awesome. You can do, nine, there'll be 1920s cars, uh, croquet, and um, dance lessons. That's super fun, but I'm making a choice. Between that and Afropunk Brooklyn. Oh, I did see the yeah, Afropunk Festival that's, happening. That's more, more where I would be. Yeah. But, I don't know. I do love the flapper era. That's a tough choice. Why, why not do both? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I'm living my fantasy New York life anyway, mm-hmm. in my fantasy New York life, you can get from one area to the <laughs> other area at magical speeds. So if you're in New York City, you have options. Go have fun at one of those. Very cool to Yeah. Not lesser than at all. No, you downplayed it. I want to throw my phone at <laughs> yeah. Finland. I'm mad at you, Finland. <laughs> Guys, if there's something cool going on in your town or that you've heard of, reach out to us and let us know. Podcast at gmail.com. Also, Cadillac Jones, thanks for the tunes. You guys are great. We appreciate you for everything. And if you get a chance to see them, do it. How did we refer to them in the past? Are they jazz funk legends? Yes, they are jazz funk legends. All right, I love that. They could they could play at both of these parties. Yeah, they, they could. They really could. Well, I'm done. You? I'm pretty much done. Okay. Till Good. next time, people. Goodbye. Let's do that again. <laughs> or not. Um. <laughs> <laughs>